to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share, or check out the podcaster Joe at Twitter. Or you can check out clovercrestmedia.com where you can get many more podcasts like Keys to the City, Murder Mysteries, Documentaries, Politics, and many more sports shows at clovercrestmedia.com. You can check it out to the guy in the other screen. I'm not getting into the left and right. We're just going to try to simplify this. We're going to simplify this. But yes, it is It is time, ladies and gentlemen. The final four is set. The craziest season, the longest season in NFL history all comes down to the final four. But first, before we get into our conference championship games, there was some major, major, major news that broke yesterday in the NFL. And it's regarding a guy that is here. Well, it's weird to even think that the man, the GOAT, Tom Brady, is not playing in Conference Championship Sunday because he's calling it quits. And I want to say it with a question mark because what we're hearing, the reports are, that he is retiring. Then we've been hearing that his father and his family are saying he has made no decision yet. But if it is true, ladies and gentlemen, the GOAT, the error of <coughs> of the, the pocket passer too. I, we don't even talk about the pocket passers much anymore. This is one of the main focal points of that era and an era that when we were me specifically, because this is when I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to get old. I know you guys are starting to get a little older, Joe and Teddy over here, but me now I'm starting to feel like I'm getting old because these guys are all coming to an end. Big Ben retired past couple of years, Peyton, Eli, Breeze. Now you have Big Ben, Phillip retiring last year. And now Brady, the only guys left are Tom Brady and Matt Ryan of that era. Well, and it's but funny, now that we think about it, Ted, if you want to take any Well, no, I just wanted to uh, – Chris Berman was on this morning. Joe, they had Chris Berman on ESPN this morning. He went over to the side. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. But he was talking about if you're if you're under 30 years old, all you know of football a quarterback is Tom Brady. I mean, you know stories from your fathers, but if you're under 30 years old, all you know is Tom Brady. You don't know any – you know what I mean? You don't, you don't know the early quarterbacks of the night. I mean, you know Brett Favre, but, like, you came into a little. Yeah. You don't. You don't really know Brett Favre. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't know what he really. You did, were still yeah. in your ba- your thought in your father's eye or in your baby in your mom's belly. And like I mean, I'm thinking of Trev's age. I'm like, all right, he's 28. I'm like 28. That's how that's how smart Brady, that's how smart my brother is. I'm actually 29. That's how smart. Joe, I'm we trying got to remember. To, remember, Joe, his his brain runs like a Ferrari. Just, Just like a Ferrari. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. What is your take on Tom? See, Joe. Brady, see, Bob? Joe. Here's the thing. He's close to me now. Okay. So now I could just ah. Joe, you never show uh throwing jabs. You do a show called Throwing Jabs, right? Yes, so we do. Jab connected to the draw. <laughs> so, just um when it came out last night, it was weird. It's just weird. I I don't even remember what we were doing, maybe playing video games, watching college basketball. Well, we weren't doing much because it was a snowstorm in in Connecticut. But what I, I was getting to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, is Brady retired? And I'm like, I'm like, nah, this can't be like this gotta be fake news. Like, you know, so like what why is he doing it tonight? Like, I, it doesn't make sense. Saturday night before conference, why are you stealing the thunder? Like, do it next week, whatever. Supposedly he is retired. Congratulations. I was thinking about this to try to sum this up real quick. I was just saying before the show, in my lifetime, there's been two sports athletes that I think if you could switch lives with to be who they are, you know, as a professional, Derek Jeter and Tom Brady. I don't think there's any better. Maybe LeBron James too, but I mean, you think about those two guys' careers. Winner, see, LeBron's a winner, but like he doesn't have the championships that Brady and Jeter have. But you think about an NFL career, Tom Brady, drafted in the sixth round, fourth quarterback on a football team, which no teams ever keep four quarterbacks. Good thing they did. True Bledsoe, the star, studded quarterback who got a huge deal the year before, gets knocked out against the Jets. Go figures. The Jets fans are probably thinking, why did we do that? Why did we do that? But Mo Lewis knocks out Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady's history and career goes down the yellow brick road to the Hall of Fame and to the king of all kings and football history. I mean, seven Super Bowls, ten Super Bowl appearances. We were talking about before, maybe except for last year's one and maybe the Rams game. All classic historic Super Bowls went down to the wire. Have the 18-1 season, which still he doesn't want to be remembered for, but that'll still go down under his belt. 
the numbers, the completion, everything you could think of, and to be teamed with Joe, to uh, Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. Well, congratulations to him. And I will end it on this. To a guy who I couldn't stand and I dislike, I'll never say hate. That's such a bad word, but truly dislike, especially being a Giant fan, to now being a, when he went to Tampa Bay, a fond respect and a gratitude to one of the best football players I ever saw play in my lifetime. Joe? You know, it's funny. He's sort of the opposite of Michael Jordan in that, you know, Jordan came into the league and was doing amazing things and, and couldn't win. And Brady came into the league and, and it was really, it was a lot of running and it was defensive driven. He slowly became, obviously, that's how they got to six championships, but it, it, every year he got better. And the focal point of the offense really became him. And it just to sort of see that that evolution of him as a quarterback and now to see him at, you know, 57 years old out there throwing the football down the field with the rest of these, you know, young, young bucks. It's uh, it's so impressive to have been able to. I mean, again, to, to dominate for that long. Is incredible. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? And and to yeah. think that he was probably better from 27 to 44, you know, than he was early in his career is just... So he was almost better at 40 than he was in his 20s. Oh, and it was only I mean, four with the five years in his 40s. He's, what did he do? 167 touchdowns, I believe, uh, in his 40s. He only threw like 127 in his 20s or something. So, listen, the man is like a fine wine... Yeah, it's just, he it's, is incredible. Well taken care of. It's just a. Remarkable it's funny too. Thing. Hold on, when you think about the guys, you, you're best going to compare them to for quarterbacks. Talking about Terry Bradshaw, you're talking about Joe Montana. Yeah. Maybe you want to slip Troy Aikman in there uh, for the three Super Bowls, but you look at the way all of those guys late in their careers, they all look like garbage. Their careers ended poorly. Uh, and, and this guy, you know, it's funny. He's 56 years old and, and Ted's like, I'm shocked that he's retiring because you would think after what you just saw, why not run it back one more time? So he and just said three good yards and touchdowns. Right. And if he, and you know, if he does retire, the only reason he's doing it is because his wife is like, that's time, bud. Let's, let's hang him up because right. There's no reason. There's no reason to think that he couldn't go out and be just as effective next season and at least this season I would after say that. he could play two more seasons if he, if he if he was a single guy and he had no kids he could play two more seasons and get away with it but if he was a single I, guy with no kids he'd be able to play for 10 more years probably but i'll tell you one I'm thing though, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 the right thing probably to do i mean what else as a football player okay. can he prove all can inside it's a remarkable career to going down as as one of the greatest not just it's the greatest football player possibly of all time to many but could go down as one of the greatest sports athletes of all time for what he has done for 20 plus years to dominate, to make it look so easy. It's a remarkable career. And if it is true, then the GOAT has finally called it quits in an era, as we as we can officially say, has come to an end. I wanted to start with this, though. Before Tom Brady was the man and the GOAT, he was an underdog. Well, remember, he was drafted in the sixth round. He wasn't a first rounder. He wasn't a top 10 pick. No, he was pick 199. So he was an underdog. He started out as an underdog, and he eventually became an alpha of the league. But I'm starting with this today because there are two teams that, well, especially one of them, not many of us knew that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to be making an AFC title game this year. Maybe in a few years with Joe Burrow, but nobody thought so. But before we get into this question, the other team that is in the conference championship weekend is an underdog. They are a three-and-a-half-point underdog against those L.A. Rams. But one of us on this show actually predicted the San Francisco 49ers to make conference championship. Can it work? Here is my title game. Oh, you did have the 49ers. I'm a oh. huge – I know that I sound crazy. I don't expect them to win and get to the Super Bowl. But I think that team is a dark horse to get to a Super Bowl. Joe, got to ask you one quick that's, question before – That's not true. Don't believe that. 
Joe, okay. I can't take you serious now after you put the Panthers over the Rams. <laughs> and we're still laughing at it five, six months later. It, yes, that was back in September. Does it make it funny because I'm laughing? Hold on, we'll get into that whole discussion about it. So this was back in September. So no, I have not been on the bandwagon of 49ers the past couple weeks. This has been on since September 7th, I believe, because the season started September or September 9th it started. So September 8th, I made this prediction. I did have the Bucks. But we all know that the L.A. Rams are in the NFC title game. So, and by the way, Joe so wants to say it's not going to happen. Yet still had the Carolina Panthers in the playoffs and the L.A. Rams not even in the playoffs. So, Joe, a bad, bad cold take on your part. I'll but- tell you one better. I, I, I just realized, looking at both of my lists, I don't have either – team in there. I don't have the Bengals in the AFC even making the playoffs. Neither one of us. None of us did. None of us did. That's what I'm saying. That was the big surprise of the entire season. It's the Cincinnati Bengals are in the AFC championship game and the 49ers were a team and the 49ers were a team coming in that many people, (laughs) as I predicted, to be maybe a dark horse in making a Super Bowl and conference championship. Well, they are here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here at Conference Championship Sunday. We got a lot to talk about. Is it a must win for the Chiefs? And Andy Reid at his time is coming to an end. And the Bengals. I wanted to say this because I do have the stats to back it up in a weird way how this team relates to the 2020 Buffalo Bills. And then we'll make our predictions. 49ers to the Giants. 49 what? Remember what we were saying the other day? I thought this 49er team reminded me a little bit about the Giants team. Defensive running the football. and I think this is a, a whole different the type. O- of, the 07 team, I though. think this is a very unique type of team and, and a team that has been taking over this rivalry right now. It really isn't a rivalry because the 49ers have dominated. But I'm going to start with you, Joe. There are underdogs in this game. We have it every year. In this case, it's a big underdog in the Cincinnati Bengals, a touchdown underdog against the reigning defending AFC champions, Kansas City Chiefs, or can the 49ers make it seven straight? I like the uh, the Niners uh, in the upset before I like the Bengals. I I just suspect that, and, and we talked about this, I think, uh, last week, you know, even if he doesn't get sacked nine times, if he gets sacked four times and he's under pressure 20 times, mm-hmm. it's going to be – there's going to be a lot going on there for Joe Burrow to contend with, and and I'm sure he's still up for it. We've seen what a big game player Joe Burrow has become, yeah. uh, or maybe always was, and is just now having the chance to show that because mm-hmm. he was like this in college too. So, again, I look at a guy like him, guy like Mac Jones. I mean, these guys get to the postseason. I don't feel like they're going to be overwhelmed. They've, they've been in a huge moment like this before. I think it's a little different if you're a quarterback and you've been in that moment. But I just think that the, the Chiefs are too good. I just think that the Chiefs are going to score too many points, and I think it's going to be hard for Cincinnati to be able to keep up with them. Meanwhile, if you just look at the way this series between the Niners and the Rams has worked out in the Sean McVay era, it has gone heavily the way of the Niners. And... I don't know. I just don't feel like that trend is – it almost feels stupid to think that the Rams are going to win. Just based on that, I bet earlier this year when they played, I bet on the Rams and the Niners beat them. And I thought, oh, that must be real what's going on there. So here we are again. And I mean, it's it's six straight right now. I mean, we'll talk about in a few minutes more about this little rivalry, this inner division rivalry right now, but they've dominated that. Well – so they were showing us that they won six in a row. Yeah. Well, going for seven. Four of the five games um, they, in straight, they've been the underdog, the 49ers. So, I mean, the, I even have more stats. I'll show you when we talk about it, but it's pretty impressive. Both underdogs have an opportunity to win. Well, we also got to take uh, into consideration. We just, we've been talking about how great this season is, how many great games have been on. Let's not forget, these are two of the best games for who have made this historical season occur for us fans. If you remember week 17, the Chiefs and the Bengals, if you look at these two games in the regular season, we may not even be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and San Francisco 49ers, gentlemen, because both of these games, if you remember, the Cincinnati Bengals won the AFC North because of this game going against the Kansas City Chiefs in week 17, and then the 49ers 
Well, the New Orleans Saints were just praying and hoping that the Rams would just hold on to the lead because we're not even talking about the San Francisco 49ers if Jimmy G doesn't go down and score and Stafford doesn't throw the pick and they end up winning the game in overtime. These are two of the best games of the whole season, and it's the reasons why these two teams, the Bengals and the 49ers, are in this situation is because of desperation mode. And and, and, and uh, you had to win. These are win-now modes. These are win-or-lose games. So the 49ers and hell, the Bengals, they've been playing these games for well over a month now. Well, here's a it's been a single elimination game for more, these two more, teams more, for over more, a month. Well, more so the 49ers and the Bengals. The no, eight, no, that's what I'm saying. More, uh, more so the 49ers. They had to win the last couple of games. Oh, yeah. Jimmy G's injury problems. But the Bengals, like, can well, you finally, listen, can you finally win a before, big game? Well, hold on. Before the Rams game, if you remember, Jimmy G was unable to play. Trey Lance had a win yes. in that game. Yes. So every like part of this, so every part of this team has had a huge factor. You got you asked the question, well, who's more underdog? They both have the capabilities of winning. We talked about this. The 49ers got the streak six in a row. Four of the five games have been on underdog. You know, McVay had won one, one 45 straight trips. Yeah, 45, 45 straight with a lead at halftime. The yeah. 49ers came back from 17 down in week 18, came back. If you remember this Bengals game, Joe, week 17, Bengals were down double digits early to the Chiefs. The, the Bengals ended up coming back in the second half, having a huge run. Jamar Chase took over in the second half. And if you also remember, the plays down the stretch when the Bengals were trying to run out the clock, remember you had the pass interference in the end zone. Yeah. They gave them the new possession. Yeah. They kicked the game with a field goal. Chiefs could actually – the answer to the question, though, is 49ers. You got the streak. 65% of the fan base, I supposedly heard they've already done whatever website they do it in. 65% of the fan base says it's going to be 49ers fans, not the Rams. So it's not going to be a home game for the Rams. There's pressure on the Rams. Here's the thing. When you're the home team, you're the higher seed, you're the Matthew Stafford, you've lost six straight. Who's got more pressure? It's the Rams. How will Stafford and this Rams team overcome this pressure? Will they be able to withstand the pressure? Here's the thing. The 49ers have no pressure. They just have to be great. They've been great. When they need to. Now, have their games overall been great? No, last week they didn't play great. Yeah. But when they needed to in the fourth quarter, Jimmy G was perfect in the fourth quarter. Their defense was perfect in the fourth quarter, yeah. made the plays, made the stops when they needed to. And special teams. Yeah. We talk about this. How important is special teams when it matters most in the playoffs? Very much so. Blocked punts. Field goal blocks. We just saw last week. The what it's like to have great kicking. The field goal block and, and then the extra point. We know one stat. They'll probably say All four of these teams got in because of, of the kicking. And the stat I was going to say is that they'll probably ruin and say three more times. Hey, Robbie Gold has never missed a kick in the playoffs. So well, let's not jinx the Gold. Oh, well, yeah. Let's not jinx the Gold. So like I said, they'll say three more times in the game and probably jinx them because they're like, hey, this guy's never gone out against this guy. He'll get a hit are every you get, time. Are you getting upset? Yeah, I'm getting I'm, upset. Oh, so now you know, now you know so, what it's like. Now you know what it's no, like. It's, not, it's, it's so, okay. It's okay. You can, pay, you can deal with couple it. A couple of things oh. about that game. Bengals, Chiefs, 34-31. Yeah. Mahomes was not sacked in that game. Burrow was sacked four times, lost 31 yards. And so I said earlier, you know, even if he didn't get sacked nine times, uh, maybe he gets sacked five times. Uh, well, he got sacked four times and they won the game. The other thing that stood out to me about that last game was the Chiefs had 10 penalties in that game for 83 yes. yards. Undisciplined. So let's assume that they'll play – uh, a smarter game today that you won't see as as sloppy a game. And the other thing that really jumps off the page at me, uh, while Burrow put up uh, 460 yards or whatever it was, they only ran the ball for 60 yards, and they averaged 3.2 yards a carry. Mm -hmm. And so I think they'd like to improve on that. I and, think you would like to be able to run the football a little bit better. That that I, I, Not that you can't win, obviously, if Joe Burrow throws her 500 yards, because I mm -hmm. think they've done that before too. but. Uh, I think if you really want to balance this thing out, you got a lot better chance. But now that the more that I'm looking at this, I'll be honest, starting to feel like the Bengals, I see a I see a clearer path. Well, Joe, you were just speaking. I want to get think. Bill Vinovich is going to be the uh, crew chief today, and his crew throws the fewest flags in the NFL. And he's not he's yet to throw a single rough in the passer all season. Wow. So, that's a good thing, I think. Here's another thing that at. I also want to say before we get into this Niners-Rams uh, game. The Bengals have to score touchdowns. This is not a Tennessee Titans team. This is a Kansas City Chiefs team that could score. At, and like we just saw, 13 seconds. That's how fast they could score points, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. They can score as quick as, they, as it goes. 
The Bengals haven't scored. They've scored one touchdown in the last 16 drives, I believe. Like last week, you you can survive with kicking field goals and playing defense against a team led by Ryan Tannehill. You cannot kick field goals. It's like the whole Patriot Brady factor. You have to be able to score six or seven. You cannot be scoring field goals because if so, it's going to be a long day and you'll be and your season will come to an end. You need to score touchdowns like you did in the first game in week 17. I wanted to get into this game because I do have some stats about this whole history with the Rams and the Niners and throughout these six games. So the score has been an average 27 to 18 yards, 364 to 285 in favor of the Niners. 196 passing yards for the Rams. Think about the and think about this. Only 90 yards rushing. So they've dominated these games defensively. They shut them down. They're non-existent in the passing game. They're non-existent in the run game. So this is a game of seeing, well, do the Rams get their, you know, crap going, I should say. I know the lucky number is, as we always say, third time's a charm. Well, will third will the third time be the charm for the Rams this season? Because I know we say six straight, but they have gotten swept so far in this season and not usually three times you beat a team in the regular season the times that they have fought they have met up talk about teams that have matched up three times in play in the season 66 percent of the time it's not usually a sweep just ask the dallas cowboys because we've been here before seeing the dallas cowboys in 07 beat up on the giants twice and the giants going into dallas stadium and beating the cowboys in the playoffs at the time so this doesn't usually happen but like we've said, the 49ers have won six straight against the Rams. I remember the 86 Giants beating the bejesus out of the Redskins on three separate occasions, and it was glorious. So one could only hope. It is a tough task, obviously, to beat anybody three times in a season. So, What were you going to say? Go on, Ted. No, oh. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm excited for both these games, all right? You get the divisional rematch. You get the third charm. I'm hoping both games will be exciting. I don't think anything will live up to last week's games. It's almost impossible um, unless they yeah. play like five overtime games or something. But, I mean, here, listen, you, you get on the left side, and when I say the left side, I mean the AFC side, you get two young store, stung, stud quarterbacks. My mouth is dry. That's He's why. He's fostered. Drink some water. I am come fostered. in for a timeout. I'll yeah, come okay. in and say Hold on. I'll come in and say I don't need you. Uh, you should. Dead they, air. They, they, dead air. You're killing me with dead air. We don't want dead air. That is not good. So he just says dead air, Joe, because he doesn't know how to fill the space. You didn't want me to talk. You didn't want me to talk. I was going to talk. And then he just says, with, oh, well, that's where Joe would something, something intellectual, breaking stones. So no, he'd say the Panthers would get over the Rams. So, that's, yeah, they, I'd like the Panthers early. What are you going to do? <laughs> you were talking about the Niners, right? I think for them, it's a simple thing that we've kind of repeated ourselves over and over. They just have to play their game, right? Jimmy G seems to play his best football in the fourth quarter. He stinks for the first three, and then the seventh, eighth, and ninth, he comes out, and he rocks, all right? he's he's He has, like, the best quarterback rating in the fourth quarter. Keep feeding the ball to Debo Sambo in every way possible like they did in the first couple of games and like they did last week. If he's got to throw a touchdown pass like he did in week 18, if he's got to run the ball, catch the ball, return, do whatever you got to do. Use Kittle like you use any of your other weapons and like Kelsey's used for the Chiefs. Those are your two big guns. And then Boza and Eric Armstead, they're two D-lines. Play coverage, get pressure on Stafford because for some odd reason, as much as I love Stafford, I almost feel like Jimmy G will be better under pressure than Stafford will. Oh, we got to remember. And, and that's hard to say because Stafford's the better quarterback. He's more talented. Oh, we got to remember. He just gets flustered sometimes where Jimmy G, he doesn't get flustered. He still makes mistakes. So it's just part of his nature of his ball game. Right. So, and then the other side, I look at this. Burrow's playing Mahomes. We're not, we're not talking if, about I know if Burrow beats Mahomes, and you talk about young guns, if Burrow beats Mahomes, he'd be two and zero. All the other young quarterbacks that are great in the AFC, they all have losing records against Mahomes. Josh Allen does, Lamar Jackson does, Herbert does. Burrow would be the only one with a winning record, and it would really set up maybe their rivalry going forward. But the Niners do what they do best: play defense, run the football, and it seems like Kyle Shanahan knows what to call, when to call it against McVay and that, team, that Rams team. And considering the studs they do have with Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Beckham on the offense and Cooper Cup and everyone else that you could think of that they seem to sign on their I was I was going to say, so Jimmy G, the past couple times we've seen him against the 49ers, or the Rams in the Week 18, he was clutch. He had to go down and score a touchdown. He delivered. The Dallas game, whatever you want to explain about that game, we could go on for years about it. But whatever, it is what it is. And I even said it about the Green Bay game. Jimmy G was a, the more clutch quarterback when needed than Aaron Rodgers. Did he have a better game? Not saying that. But late in the game, he had to go down and deliver. 
and get his team into a position to win a, win a football game. He did. They kicked a field goal to go to the NFC Championship game. That's clutch. So Jimmy G has delivered in those moments. Has he looked good from the first three quarters? No, but he delivers when he is needed to be. And that's why I think this game could come down to, to any moment that we say, who faces more pressure as a quarterback? My final question about this game. I know it seems easy because we all want to say, oh, well, Stafford, they, they traded for this guy. This is the reason why they should be going to a Super Bowl. What is it, Jimmy G, that maybe has some consideration that's facing pressure because they can, well, if he loses, this could be his last game as a 49er quarterback. Now, he might go get another starting job, but he's going his tenure. If, if he wins this game, he goes to a Super Bowl. Hell, he wins the Super Bowl. Maybe that makes it interesting for the 49ers going into the offseason, I'm trying to say. Would you say Stafford or Jimmy G is the one that faces the more pressure coming into this game? Hold on, just, just, you said just Stafford, Jimmy at, G. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's definitely Matthew Stafford. Again, he was brought there to do this. He's the better quarterback, and we all know it. And the whole thought here going into this is, is he going to be able to win? Is he going to be a winner? Can he win if you put him in the right situation? Everything's set up for him here to uh, to win this football game. It's not like he was part of the previous couple of seasons when the Rams were uh, beating the uh, uh, the Niners were beating the Rams. So that, that was the Jared Goff days. Uh, so hopefully you can get over the hump twice here, but yeah, I, I think if you're Jimmy G dude, you're on cruise control. You're probably gone anyway from San Francisco. You might be the Super Bowl MVP and then you might be traded away at your maximum value. So you know, I mean, again, it, it might behoove the Niners to – you've got Trey Lance. You win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. If someone's willing to give you something for him, send him. Well, see, and Joe, I'm, so you're talking about this, and I was just trying to – I muted the mic this ass trap because if he wanted to go first, but he's like, no, this is for you and Joe. And I said, you know, on a show you want to be a little bit – you want to disagree once in a while so you, you can have that combative thing. But I can't argue with you, bro. I can't. It's 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 an easy question for me, Matthew Stafford. Jimmy G has already outperformed himself all this season. All right. No one expected the 49ers and Jimmy G to get this far. I really don't think. Not the majority. Okay. Yes, the average dumb fan, or not, I shouldn't say dumb. Excuse me. The average fan. That's such an idiotic statement by me, and I should. I'm in dumb fan by saying that. The average fan would not. Somebody had to acknowledge it. The average. <laughs> the average fan would not have had the 49ers probably with Jimmy J. They would have said maybe Trey Lance or or maybe they traded for someone, something. But here's the thing. This Rams team was built for the Super Bowl, all right? Matthew Stafford was brought in for one reason only, and that reason only is to get to the Super Bowl. There's no other questions. There's It's not division titles. It's not just get me one or two wins. It's get me to the Super Bowl. Especially here's the other thing. The game is home, all right? Home team always has the initial pressure because you're expected to win. Was it really a home game though? You just said the. 49ers. I don't care about the fans. The 49ers. I mean, it's, really, still, it's crazy. Okay, but he, it's crazy. At, All I'm saying is crazy. At the end of the day, though, and that's something that hurt Dallas, if you remember, and it still kind of affected Dallas. That because Dallas Stadium is so beautiful, and they talked about this. It has more of a museum type feel where. People are not just Dow fans. There's all people from all over and other fans, especially because that's the stadium they, they truly want to go visit. The Rams stadium has turned into a palace, something that the average fan wants. Like, this freaking like Would you rather go to Giant Stadium? Giant Stadium is a bunch of steel. Okay, It's the dumbest brand-new stadium I've seen. Bill, look at all these brand-new stadiums. Giants have the worst one. Honestly, stuck on a swamp. Whatever. That's why they stink too. Maybe that's Meadowlands, baby. That's the, <laughs> Meadowlands. That's the stadium know, you build. The Vikings build a brand new stadium. I mean, everyone's I stadium know, is. I know. I mean, even the Dolphins have a better stadium than the Giants. It is nice. It is All right. Nice. Also, be... think about this. As far as what I was saying about about maybe moving Jimmy G if he wins the Super Bowl, think about the market there was for Nick Foles. Yeah. Now what Jimmy G will have, and here's the thing: Tom Brady's gone, Rogers is gone, Rockets. A lot of job openings. Gone. There's a lot of job openings. Guys are going to move on. Here's what the 49ers need to do: just focus on winning. All right, whatever it ha every game that Jimmy G Jimmy G wins, only over exceeds his value where he's going to get on the market after this season. So if he gets the Super Bowl, it's going to be a little more. He wins the Super Bowl. The 49ers, if this is what I do, if he wins, I bring him back next season. And you hold on to him in training camp. Someone gets hurt. Someone's going to be desperate. And then you can – listen, if Trey Lance ain't ready next to begin of the season, 
Who cares? All of you play. have him on a five-year deal. He's a rookie. There's no say that he has to play. To so Jimmy G, there's no pressure because okay. he's going to get paid either way. And he's either going to be with the 49ers next season to start, or he's going to get paid for a brand new team. All it's right. all about Matthew Stafford because that's why you brought in guys like Beckham and Von Miller and home games and McVay. Here's the other thing. You can't lose the 49ers three times in a row. You can't, especially because they're a division rival. You have the home game. And just like we said last week, who's the better quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G? The better quarterback's got to win, bro. This is why you pay for Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and and you make trades for this, or else you're just like the guy that you hate, Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins, because they're great regular season quarterbacks who can't get you over the hump. Well, all I would say to the 49ers is don't change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Play it's your working. game. It's working. Play your game. Rams, got to get a little more physical and hold on to the damn ball because, woof, a little lucky to even be in this situation. I'm putting my money on the Niners today. I'm so, going. We'll make our predictions at the end of the, oh, the, end no, of the show. No, but, but well, Jinx the 49ers fans. Well, you were just. Yeah, I know. Joe's, Joe's like Joe Mish. He's Joe and Mush now. That's what he. Joe, you haven't won. You're struggling, I think. No, right? me? Come on. Oh, you're winning. No. Oh, I've been rolling in it. He's just saying that because he's on live TV. Right no, now. no, 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 no. It's funny. I mean, so I would have won three grand last week if the Bills could have could have pulled that off. Uh, if the Bills would have been the, the fourth upset of the weekend. I had a thirty-four hundred dollar ticket on the other end of it. So yeah, you took all the dogs last week, right? You took the dogs. Yes. All oh, we're just talking, we're just talking about the underdogs. We're continuing that. But you also said Ted about teams going to get weapons and adding to your team and stuff. Now I'm going to bring up the Cincinnati Bengals because let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, who had the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC title game this season? Maybe people thought as going into last year. Who had the Buffalo Bills going into the AFC title game? Ah, uh, maybe not so many people. So I was just looking this up. It's pretty crazy. I have yardage. I have just similarities of how these teams are very kind of aerially similar in a way. So the Bills in 2020 hadn't won a playoff game since 1995. The Bengals since 1990. First AFC title game for the Bills was a 29-year drought. The Bengals, 34 years, 1988. Both had question marks about their quarterback last year. We didn't know if Josh Allen was going to take that next leap. He had inconsistencies first two seasons, but he took that next jump. Joe Burrow coming off a major knee injury. Did we think Joe Burrow was going to deliver the way he delivered? So there was question marks about that. Let's see. Hmm. Both have a plethora of weapons. The, the Bills going against Stephon Diggs, adding that. I mean, they had Emmanuel Sanders or Gabriel Davis. They had uh, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox. They had weapons all over the place. The Cincinnati Bengals went to go draft Jamar Chase. Look how that's worked out for these offenses. What else do I have? I have team stats, too. Just listen to the total yards from the Bills was 6,343. The Bengals was 6,145. Passing yards? Was very similar, 44 to 4,600, 40 touchdowns. Oh, and the rushing yards. Team rushing. Bills was 1723. The Bengals were 1742. Are we looking right now at the 2020 version of the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals in the sense of they both had offensive line issues too? Let's not forget that they didn't have great offensive lines. The Bengals, as we know, that's their major weakness going into this game is the offensive line. But can we be seeing a team like the Bengals where they had all this talent. They they finally put it all together. They got a guy now that they can run wild with with Joe B and the rest of this offense. Kind of like with the Buffalo Bills. They can run wild now with Josh Allen and that offense. And they can make it like a three-team race with the reception of maybe like a Baltimore or the Chargers or something in that AFC. Are we looking at the Buffalo Bills of last year? Or do we see a completely different team in the Cincinnati Bengals team? Test? Well, that's good news for the Chiefs, right, Joe? Because I guess they're going yeah. to the Super Bowl then. If they were gonna take it, the crazy thing is, like, think about that. Like, it's very yeah, I, I, very, they got similarities. Yeah, a lot of teams probably the same, but you probably more so. Here's the thing. I get where your point is. You get two young quarterbacks who have taken that next step. You get right? two franchises that have struggled so much that finally have gotten well, gotten to that point now of like, well, hey, we can do well, this. Well, here's the thing. If Ryan Tannehill doesn't throw three picks last week and they give the ball a little bit more to Devontae Foreman, who actually had a pretty good running game last week instead of – uh, Derrick Henry. The Titans probably are in this game, and we're, we're talking about a home game for the Tennessee Titans. But Ryan Tannehill is an incompetent quarterback, as those quarterbacks that we continuously want to pretend like they're good enough when really they're good enough to get you to uh, to the party. They just can't get you the girl at night. Um, and you know what? Joe Burrow walks in the party, takes your girl, 
and goes home with her. And that's <laughs> and that's how Did you see the outfit he was wearing today by any chance? Go look up at NFL what he's wearing, and you'll be like, oh man, this guy, this guy just Joe, knows he's got this confidence of a just go to NFL Instagram or something, Joe, on your phone. And he's like, this guy has all the confidence in the world. The the Bengals breed it. They feed off of it. He is definitely their I was trying to use a Star Wars thing, but I mean, I'm not, he's just, he's their ace. Han Solo? No, he's higher than Han Solo. He's like. He's their Yoda. He, I mean, he might be their Yoda. He's their Yoda. He he is a special player. You think about last week, he was sacked nine times, right? You don't ever think about, they were showing before a Hasselback show, the times that he actually gets out of sacks, his ability to move within the pocket and scramble. You're not talking about all those. And the plays that he's still able to like is that that's what he was wearing today. Joe, does that Joe, <laughs> that that's goat status, bro. That's Macaulay Culkin right there. That's, that that's is Macaulay Culkin. That's yeah, Macaulay it is. Culkin right there. If it's not. Listen, well, <laughs> what do you think? Is that a guy with confidence or is that a guy with confidence he, he, or not? Here's the thing. They have the offense to beat this Chiefs team. That's they what have, I'm saying. They have, if anything, they might have a better overall offense. Their weakest part is your if their offense line was a little bit better. They might have the best offensive team in all football because their three receivers are just as good as any three receivers. Their tight end is really good. Their running back, Mixon, is really good. They have Piran in the back. And Joe Burrow uplifts everyone and makes – he led the league in completion percentage and throws of more than 30 yards down the field. They like to stretch the field. You know, you still well, got weapons like If that, anything, yeah. you might want to talk about this team as the Chiefs team when they were first coming up because, you remember, Mahomes was always throwing the ball down the field. This is what the Bengals do. They stretch the field. They go deep. They do not play around with these dink and dunks. They go right for your head. They go for the bombs. That's why it's third and 27 and Chase is able to pick up first downs. And they're not scared of any situation. This Bengals team has to play their best game of the season, though. Because being down 14 was okay in week 17. You were home. You will not be able to fall down week 14 points of this Chiefs team at Arrowhead. With Frank Clark and Chris Jones coming up the middle, and you know who's been a huge key. Hey Joe, is Tyron Matthew a go today too? Yes, he is. He's fully expected to play. Watch the NFL countdown. It was right in front of you instead of me. Instead of oh okay. Okay, go ahead. Go on, Ted. Well, you should have known that because it was on for an hour and a half as you were sitting on the couch right here before. Go on, Ted. But as I was rudely interrupted, I was to say another key contributor for their defense who's been a real key factor. And you want he lo- he loves this. I'm glad he's like well, yeah. somebody who this you- is what you got to deal with. This, that. Is, this is what I deal with every freaking so show. Make- I deal with it for four freaking years. I get it one time. He's like, <laughs> why are you doing this? So it's okay, buddy. You can deal with it. Well, this is a guy that Trevor thought maybe the Giants would maybe try to slide in early season was Melvin Ingram, outside pass rusher for the Chargers. That's he's not- actually been a really good uh, key contributor for the Chiefs so far in this. And he could be the difference in this game because your focus is so much on the other two that Melvin Ingram gets one-on-one coverage and he could destroy the right tackle. And he could be – he was last week. He, well, he had some huge plays against Josh Allen, but these teams have similarities. This is a good much this so, and this, teams are good And here's the thing. You look at the Bills. We're like, well, the Bills ain't going nowhere. This, this game, even though the Bills lost last year, what the Bengals can get in respect and – and just what's the word I'm trying to use? Experience to be back here in this situation next year to be better prepared will only uplift them going forward. So I think it's a great look at it as, hey, listen, the Bills are where a team where we think they're going to be now fighting for a Super Bowl every year, right? Because of Josh Allen and what they did last year. This Bengals team, depending on what happens, they could be that type of team where you're seeing this team like, holy cow, the Bengals are in the playoffs again. It's not like a shocker. It's like it's expected. Joe? Well, I mean, the Bills, the Bengals. Let's get a healthy Ravens team back here next year. I mean, the AFC is loaded. You know, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I mean, my goodness. Uh, so when some... Rodgers comes to the AFC, the NFC becomes super wide open. Now the AFC, good luck. I mean, and, I don't and, know. and Brady's leaving too in the NFC. You imagine that? How, how wide open that would be? You know, it's funny, and I don't want to bring him up, but I'm going to, but Brady retires. Let's say Aaron Rodgers ends up in Indy or 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 Denver. I like Indy. Do the do the Giants legit then consider Russell Wilson and making a run? Why not? Because there's other than Dallas and the Rams who, and maybe the Cardinals. Who, the whole field is open next year. 49ers. Well, the 49ers, but we don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. If it's Trey Lance, is he really going to be like, yeah, he's going to walk in? And I don't think. He can walk in next year and get them to the I playoffs. I think the NFC becomes wide open. Wide open, yeah. 
it literally becomes the Rams and Dallas and then everyone else. Minnesota, do you trust Minnesota Kirk Cousins? No. The Bears, the Lions, the Eagles. Oh, no, the AFC. But I, like I said last week, too, if you don't have a guy like Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, or we want to put, we could put Lamar, too, it's going to be really tough for the AFC to not see somebody other than those five in the AFC title games for the next 12, 10 to 12 oh, years. Oh, yeah, maybe my years. goodness. It, it's going to be hard for Justin Herbert to crack this circle right now. That's true. Because, dude, I mean – Again, between between Allen and Mahomes and now Burrow and Jackson, I mean, boy, that's it's deep. And guys are already against those two. Are, if anything, Herbert and, and Lamar are looking from the outside right now. They're they're looking at Burrow yeah. and Allen and Mahomes like crap. I I mean, I know we're good, but damn, we we're still like a level ball. Now I know you said the Ravens because the Ravens were so decimated with injuries. We didn't know what that team was going to be. If like. that team's but healthy those, during this but game, those probably. The, but those five teams right there, you look and like you're like, damn, we're right on the cusp of of getting to that that level, that greatness, and winning that championship because of those quarterbacks. But if you don't have one of those five, mm, good luck. I told you this: the quarterback, the league is so quarterback driven good right luck. now that if you don't, that's have, why a team like Denver, or the Colts, or Tennessee. I said even last week, Tennessee. You got to be in the sweepstakes for for Russell or Rodgers or even Watson. I'm sorry. Again, dude, if you look at our AFC, who we thought was going to be in the playoffs in the AFC, we did very well with that. Yeah, I had two teams out. I had I had the Broncos in, and I had uh, I, don't I didn't have the Steelers. I had the Ravens and Browns. I had the Ravens and Browns, so they didn't make it. So. Yeah, I just think going forward, I mean, teams like the Patriots, Raiders, I mean, you're fighting for like. Well, here's the thing. You're Miami. Spots, basically, there's really only going to be two spots beyond these five guys if they stay well, healthy and play especially well. Especially because, you know, like the Raiders and Broncos, right? We like Derek Carr, but we don't know if their team's good enough. The Broncos, they need a quarterback, right? So if they get Rodgers, they order back or become a Super Bowl contender. If not, they're in, they're at the bottom of the pack. The, the South is wide open. So, Joe, I don't know why more teams are not thinking about this or, it's, or people talking about this, but I honestly, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, that's the team I go to, the Colts. I got Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs. I have the best offensive line. They don't need true receivers when you have Aaron Rodgers. He'll find someone. You'll make Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we He's get not going to get – hold on. When I get back into this question, but I want to just say something. What you just said that is very inaccurate because you just said he doesn't need a number one. Okay. Well, he has a number one in Green Bay. Yeah, but if where he doesn't does, have Devontae, oh, where you always okay. have to go to I know, oh, I know, and he has still, to be like Brady, he won't have but a guy. He's become so accustomed to having a Devontae Adams. We'll make him he a well, he does, How do we know he's going to? I just said he hasn't you, been able to when Devontae Adams is taken out of the game. Michael, like last, you got Michael Pittman. Like last week when he's taken out of the game and the 49ers are forcing him to throw to his other weapons, he doesn't do a really good job with that. So we got to see how that works. Back to this question, the Bengals. I think they have a legit shot to win today's game. I know it's crazy because, oh, it's an arrowhead. It's the Chiefs. They're, they're running wild. They're, they're going to go back again. It's the same old story. It's like the Patriots. But this, Ted, like Ted said, this offense has the capability to go toe-to-toe with them. But they have to score touchdowns. It's the whole – it's the it's the Alabama, New England Patriots. I know we always relate those two, but you got to score touchdowns. You cannot settle for field goals because this isn't the Tennessee Titans. This isn't the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team that's been dominating the AFC for four straight years now, and there's a reason why they're on the cusp of maybe being the new – it all depends on the next two-week results – could be the next NFL great dynasty – but they have to score touchdowns because they have the offense to do it. Zach Taylor, we always like to always just talk about players. Zach Taylor, no pressure on you, man. The biggest game of your life, you have to go toe-to-toe with Andy Reid. They have to find the right type of plays to get going like they did in week 17. It worked then. I know it's going to be different because it's in Cincinnati, but you have the offense to do it to stay toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. I think this game's going to be really, really freaking good. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Yeah, breaking news. I forgot about that last night. I was. I wanted to talk about finish off quickly with before we get into our last part of these games. The New York Giants hired a head coach. We never even brought it up. Completely forgot. Thank you for just mentioning it. Brian Dable, Joe. What do you? How do you feel about this move? Are you excited about it, or would you have wanted Flores? No, I like this guy. I like the offensive-minded guy. And I mean, you know, people are like, well. The- Daniel Jones is no Josh Allen. Well, uh, the skill set's the same. So what are you talking about? Because nobody would have assumed this kid coming out of Wyoming was going to be great. 
Now, and I and I'll say I've seen this before. The the Duke quarterback named David Brown was the worst quarterback in Giants history. Something Daniel Jones is talent-wise so much better than that guy. So I think people need to get over themselves a little bit. Um I do. I think this is the right guy. I think he's going to really be able to do a lot with this kid. Again, we've talked about this for weeks, and I I, I don't want to hear about Daniel Jones's turnover problems. They they were non-existent this year. The giant problem the Giants have that Daniel Jones has is put the ball in the end zone. You got to get the ball in the end zone with more consistency. I think having an offensive-minded coach, uh, a guy who, if you watch the way they do things in Buffalo, they get the ball in the end zone, especially in the red zone. So and I they think use this quarterback athleticism. I assume when they hired Joe Shane that that uh, you know Dable was the guy, and I have no problem with that, and I have no problem with either of these experienced. Just love that an organization and that they place that success is part of the reason why. Oh, no. I think we lost him for now. Joe, we might have lost you. Reconnect. Oh. We'll be right back with Joe. But, yes, the Giants make a big hot. Is he back? Does he look good? How do we look? It's canceling Ted for calling me a dumb fan. Uh, you back? You're a little blurry. Just want to make sure you're okay just because we heard it's it. It's okay. It's probably my It's probably my service. Like maybe, they're just tell, maybe they're just telling us not to talk about the Giants. That's how bad it's been for the Giants. I we don't blame them, Yes. Joe, uh, Joe, I was in agreement. I think the Dable's the right call. Look at the four teams that are in the uh, championship games, all offensive-minded head coaches. That's where the game is going. Look at the four last year, too. Listen, at the end of the day, it's an offensive-minded coach. majority of the teams that made the playoffs were offensive-minded coaches, except for maybe Vrabel, Belichick, Sean McDermott, and if you want to add Mike Tomlin in there. But majority of the teams were offensive-minded coaches. Listen, Daniel Jones isn't Josh Allen. We know that that's common sense. Doesn't have the same skill set. Not at the same level. You know, like if you were making a player, one guy is like 99, one guy is like 89. Well, Daniel Jones still has speed, can still throw the ball. We know it's his arm strength is not as good as Josh Allen. But Dable turned Josh Allen to a, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Okay, now part of that is Josh Allen's work ethic and ability to transfer what he was taught in the classroom and put it on the field. He's going to get an opportunity, Daniel Jones, to have one last year to put it all together. You have the skill set. Do I think you're an MVP quarterback? Hell no. Do I think you have the skills to win his football games in the NFL? Absolutely. You have one year. Giants should not give him an extension. Play the fourth year out. If you get if you play well, you can always get another year or you franchise him and, and save some money. But he hasn't earned anything to get an extension. He hasn't earned the money to be the starting quarterback for the future of the Giants. Now, we can make all the excuses in the world. Injuries, offensive line suck. They are all key contributors to why Daniel Jones has had a poor performance, also going with different several head coaches, offensive-minded coaches. Dable's going to give him the best shot right off the bat. Well, I think if he puts the same type of offense that he did in Buffalo with Daniel Jones, say, hey, listen, this is your show. We're going to let you run the thing. We're either going to go fall fat, flat on our face or you're going to get leads to the promised land, all right? We're going to put in shotgun. You're going to run zone reads. We're going to put the ball. We're going to run the ball. We're going to Barkley. We'll have a better running back. We have actually better weapons, I think, for us than the, the Buffalo Bills. Our offensive line just is garbage. Let's get our offensive line. Let's get some protection. You're going to have to be smarter in the pocket. If you play well, we'll be successful. We know he can run the football. We know he can make throws. He's shown it. I've been at a game when he's done it. Actually, two. Actually, one for him. But the Tampa Bay game, I saw it in his first start. He had skills of being good. But we have had no chemistry and no, like, platform or any foundation to build off of. So it's a one-year deal and work. If you play well, we'll give you another year. And then if you play two years in a row, maybe we'll give you a good extension. But until then, you're a one-hit wonder right now until you can prove it to me. But I like the move. The Giants just have to figure out what the next step is with sour cap and players and whatnot. But it's a good move, and let's see it. Hopefully for the Giants' sake, it works. And let's see if our coach can last for more than two seasons. I got nothing wrong to say with that. Uh, the new era is officially underway as the Big Blue franchise turns their page into, well, let's hope for better days as a New York Giant football fan and a New York Giant franchise as a whole it's a great hire i have no issue with it let's hope for the best go big blue let's finish off with this i know it sounds weird to ask but is it a must win for the chiefs because of how much we've been hyping up this great young and up-and-coming stardom of super of, of quarterbacks in the afc conference and i say well the chiefs is it a must win because well 
Andy Reid's tenure is going to be coming to an end soon. He's going to retire soon. Ted's looking at me like he's not going to. Why? Where are you reading this? I'm just saying that it's it, when it, he has a quarterback like Mahomes. Dude, I don't see any retirement in any future. Dude, he's getting older. He, like we said, I'm thinking he's got five years left. He's got five years left. Mahomes makes your career last longer. He's Guys, not gonna he's not going to stay for five years. I'm telling he's, you, he's going to stay for five okay, years. Okay, let's make a bet right now. Please, please bet me everything. I'll bet you everything. Joe, right what now. do you think that. I'll bet you everything. I've been over, been over three and a half. No, no, guy, no, no, no. Go five ha, years. Like having a, a guy, having a guy, having a guy like Patrick Mahomes makes your life. This man easy. says five years and then goes back three and a half. Big mouth over here doesn't want to keep it promise. That's the problem. You don't believe he's even going to stay for three. Oh, what? Is this a must win for a team that's on the cusp of maybe being the next great dynasty in the NFL? No, it's not a must win. But it, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. Listen, it's not a must win. Yo, it's not. A, it's not let's, the Rams have everybody. More listen. For everybody, for everybody who's already put a golden jacket on Pat Mahomes, I mean, again, he's got a, you know, a, a last year he, this could have been three in a row, but it's not. It's it's only two in a row, and he got badly defeated in the last one. So, and again, as we talk about all these other great young quarterbacks, and all these teams are getting better, it's going to be a lot harder. I mean, again, look at the start the Chiefs got off to. They had to play catch-up all year. I wouldn't do that next year if I was the Chiefs. You know, some of their some of their deficiencies got really exposed earlier this season. Uh, their running game is still a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, the window's getting smaller. If, if Pat Mahomes is going to be the next Tom Brady or the next Derek Jeter or LeBron, you got to start, you got to get some of them rings. They can't just be AFC championship rings. He's only won one Super Bowl at this point. And again, everybody's getting better. And the Chiefs, a little bit worse. They're still where they they still where they need to be, but everybody got better. Everybody's yeah. playing catch up, and it's only well, going to continue. But you got to remember, they're the standard of the AFC. That's where you want to be right now. If you're Cincinnati or Buffalo, like that's where you want to be. They have set the standard for the AFC conference as a whole the past four years. That's why they've been on Super Bowl Sunday three of the last four years. And that's why they could be again in two weeks. See, I don't know if it's a must. I think it's a should win. I get what you're saying, must, because, Joe, you are partially right when you say, hey, listen, Joe Burrow's young quarterback. Ravens will be healthier next season, right? Herbert and the Chargers should be better. You know, the, the Bills are not going anywhere. What happens with the Patriots? What happens with Miami? What are the, the – God forbid the Colts, right, if they get a quarterback or Rodgers? What if the Titans get a full Henry healthy next year? Maybe they make some other moves. Who knows, right? That's a lot more competition considering how the NFC might be a lot more wide open. The must win, I get it. Because here's the other thing. Mahomes' salary starts kicking in in the next couple of years, which changes the whole salary cap for the team, which means you're not going to be able to resign other players. But that's why I think it's a should win. They should win because they're the better team. They're the home team. They've been here three years in a row. The only time he ever loses in the playoffs is to Brady. He's got two losses, and it's to Brady. He doesn't lose to anyone else. Now, does that make it a must more than a should? I get both your understandings because your times here in AFC Championship and the Super Bowl are short-lived. Like Marino, you never know if you're going to go back. Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl. I mean, maybe maybe this is a must win, Trev, because maybe Mahomes becomes a Rodgers like you said. You get all these NFC Championship games. Well, I mean, he doesn't win them either. At least Mahomes gets a Super Bowl. But do you want to be the guy who gets – you know, halfway or meets the girl at the bar but doesn't take her home. And I used that earlier. I mean, Don Brady went in and usually kicked the door down and took what he wanted, except for when it was Elon Manning's house. He just didn't know how to get out. He kind of locked him in. It was kind of like uh, Trev's favorite movie. Now you can't leave. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I, I, if I wanted a movie I say in a sense, too, because their coaching staff, I mean, is the enemy. I mean, it looks like the enemy's not going to get a head coaching position again. Which is shocking so that he never got any interviews. It's blasphemy that he just You know, and now, hold on. Not real quick. Not for nothing. Okay, well, if, opportunity. if Andy Reid is sticking around, then the chances of the enemy bolting sooner than later it seems more likely would you yeah, agree but with all, that? Joe, i think he's just waiting for head coach but, but here's the thing that and was he hasn't, a, and he hasn't gotten anything which i don't get because Josh McDaniels, i think he's a i think he's an absolute clown for sure yeah but he's yeah. also he's turned down interviews with bad teams i think the whole cold situation how he handled that whole thing just was not i, I just don't ever take it but the enemy hasn't even gotten a chance it seems like you haven't even heard his name maybe once. the chiefs are locking him in like 
No, yeah, he's wait, probably going to be the heir apparent to Andy Reid because if they win a shit, and tell me if the Chiefs if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, are you mean to tell me that Andy Reid's not going to strongly consider retiring? I mean, the enemy. I gave you everything. Now you take it and you run with this gold mine. Sure, here's because the key. Other end of the era? I mean, yeah, but why? What does Andy Reid have? It's like Brady. What does these guys? What do these guys have can to I, prove? Can I, hold on, hold on. What do these guys have to prove anymore as a coach or a player? Andy Reid has won championships. He's going to his fourth straight AFC championship game. The only other Joe. coach to do that was Andy Reid okay, for on. the Philadelphia Eagles. You want and Tom? Hold on, and Tom Brady. What else do you have to do? Okay, man? here's here's the answer. You oh. know what this should say? Is this a must win for Andy Reid, not for Patrick Mahomes? Because Andy Reid, if you're using your reference, his sh- his career is over. I think it's a must win so for here's the Chiefs thing. as a whole. This is a guy who's going to win what eight championship games? That's why I'm saying and have one Super Bowl ring. That's why it's a must win for the Chiefs. No, as maybe a whole. it's for Andy no, Reid. It's for Patrick both. Mahomes could be here for another year. How about this? How if about lose, this, Teddy? If you lose Ted, two game, questions for you. Number one. Number one. If the if the if the Bengals beat the Chiefs, what's the excuse? Bengals were just the better team, and Joe Burrow played Mahomes. That's going to be the excuse. That would, that would be no. the only reason I could say. Sure, but but at the end of the day, that's not going to leave anybody feeling good because because let's be honest, the the Chiefs you just said it are the class of the AFC. Yeah. Again, I'm talking about all these teams are already catching up and nipping at their heels. If the Bengals beat the Chiefs, I'm going to say it's over for the Chiefs. Uh, they'll be in the playoffs, and 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 that'll be fine. But as far as is this impressive run in Young Mahomes' career, that this this would be a step in the opposite direction. Because again, the way we people talk about this guy, you think he's got multiple rings already, and well, he, no, doesn't. he does win. He put, see that's the it's like the Rogers thing. I, I know we were talking about this, and cousin took a video of us, but. If Andy Reid can get another Super Bowl ring, now you put yourself into another category. We talk about this in a lot of sports. Coaches that have multiple ranks, all right? He was already a Hall of Famer, but now you start talking about Andy Reid, like, where do you start ranking Andy Reid in the ring? You know what I mean? Does he try to pile on one or two more thinking he could slip another ring? Because, Trev, I think when it's when the iron is hot, you keep it rolling. I think That's why I think the three years is where Andy Reid probably sits for this team because that's when the big changes will be changed with Mahomes and sour cap. But Mahomes' career is going to last – hopefully barring severe injury 10 to 15 more years so to say that i think he'll never get here again i think there'll yeah, be the a chiefs, i don't expect the but chiefs andy Reid. i don't expect the chiefs to go anywhere but it's still another year that you didn't but, get that you don't you're at the top of the nfl i would say not just the afc but teams have caught up to you yeah well, but again yeah. so let's talk about kels let's talk about travis kelsey and tyreek hill let's talk about you know needing uh at some point to refurbish this offensive line and as you mentioned You've got this guy's like $50 million salary looming large on your salary cap. It's going to really be a struggle going forward for this team to always make sure they have what they need. Other teams are doing it differently. Joe Burrow makes peanuts right now. The Bengals, if you ask me, the Bengals are in better position next year and in the next couple seasons than the Chiefs are. It's they like, are because they're kind of like, and we always, we always related to. I hate to yeah. say it like that, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, I, I don't mean to say, I mean, Mahomes is great, and he's going to be great. And the Bengals have 55 above the cap extra, which, no, and when I say above, I mean Ooh, extra right? money. Well, here's the right. They have, they have money to spend, and you're paying pennies on your quarterback. You've got to win with these kids on their rookie deals. That's how it works. Well, yeah. Also, you got to also relate it to like the Seattle Seahawks. Just thought when we thought that was going to be a dynasty in the making, and Ended up paying Russell Wilson, and then they maybe haven't been to anywhere since. It's just that's how it goes. Right, 100% agree with you, Joe. You have to win now because of the sense of these guys are going to want bigger contracts, and you're not going to be able to afford these guys down the line. So this is your time. You have this little window. Can you continue it? Or does the gap, as you said, Joe, get a little tighter in that AFC race, I should say. So let's come down to it. Let's make it. Who is going Oh, pretty easy. Who's going to – if I could get this going. I got a whole computer. I got a different computer here. This is all – you need a new computer. You're like in the Stone Age. Who's going to Super Bowl 56? Are we getting back-to-back home team representing in their home stadium in the Super Bowl? Or can we get an old classic Super Bowl back in the 80s? One of the best Super Bowls of all time for all those youngsters, if they don't know. The hell of a Super Bowl, Bengals and 49ers. Or do we get a – 
rematch from a classic a couple years ago, Monday Night Football, one of the greatest of all time, or do we get a rematch from the Super Bowl two years ago, San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs? Who is going to SoFi Stadium after today's games, boys? Joe, it's going to be the Rams and the Chiefs. Oh, no, it's going to be the battle for Joe Montana's soul. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Niners. The winner says Joe Montana's their guy forever going forward. Joe, they already did this, and we saw what happened. Jimmy G leaves for three quarters, (laughs) and he's like the New York Mets. They're blowing in the ninth. No, Joe. He just needs another shot at this. Joe, the reason why I I take this prediction is because I think Trevor's thought process Beating a team three times, especially a division rival in one season, is so significant, especially that the thir- third game is at the Rams stadium. As much as it's not a home-home game for the 49ers, it's still in their home stadium. So from there and here, you don't have to travel as far. Everything you're coming from your house, everything should be more situated for you. This is what the Rams have been waiting for. This almost works out for the Rams that they've gotten beat by the 49ers six times in a row. And the way they gotten beat, especially the last game, like the Rams, you could have knocked the 49ers out. They didn't have to be in the playoffs. They're in here because of you, because what you couldn't do. It's Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham, L.A., back-to-back Super Bowl teams playing in their home stadium against the Chiefs, one of the best games we ever saw three years ago at the Coliseum when it was the Ram- it was supposed to be in Mexico, but it got moved to the Coliseum. Rams versus Chiefs, that was like a 50-50 game. Unbelievable game. That's the Super Bowl the NFL wants. That's the Super Bowl we're going to get. As much as I would like to see the other teams, the Bengals, this is your practice round. You're going to know what it's like to be here like the Bills were. But at the end of the day, Mahomes is at the top of his game. There's no one better than him right now. He's flawless. They're home. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Melvin Ingram, Tyron Matthews coming back will be healthy. Their Bengals are going to play their ball, but they're not going to get – it's going to be a 34-24 game. The Chiefs will be just too much at home. The so Rams win at 27-21. So, 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 so you said Niners-Chiefs, correct, Joe? Yeah, um, I think the Chiefs, Bengals, I think they're going to play a terrific game today. I think that um, they, they'll beat them by more than seven points. I think the game will be close yes. until mid-fourth quarter. I think the uh, the Chiefs will. What do you got for a score? I said 34-24. Um, I'm going to say th- uh, 38-28, to uh, 28, something like that. Again, I, I think it'll be a good game. I, I think you'll see a lot of action, but I think in the end, I think Steve, Stevie Spag's defense – Defense wins championships, and that's the reason I'm taking the two teams I'm taking. I do think – I just do think the Niners really do have the Rams number. Lucky seven. If this was if this was not on lucky seven, I would say maybe, but it just seems more likely to me that – think about when they make the DVD. I don't know there's a lot of Niners fans watching right now, so when they make the DVD of your Super Bowl championship, how big is that game going to be? When you beat the Rams, when they, they could have closed you out and they didn't, and you came right back having beaten them twice in the regular season, primed. And the whole storyline with, you know, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's fans that are like, dude, we gotta start Trey Lance today. Uh, there's no other way we're gonna win this football game. There's so much storyline going on there. I I just you look at the all-star team the Rams assembled, great job. You expect that team to win. I just feel like that Niners defense, that running game. I just, I don't You're know. A Tampa Rays fan instead of a New York Yankee fan, huh? Yeah, I feel like I feel like the I feel like the guys grinding and and doing the dirty work. I think that's how it's going down today. Usually, what is it, Trevor? I'll ask you because you'll have a better memory of this. Is it every year that at least maybe one upset happens? To, like, does it always the home teams win? I mean, last year we had the upset Tampa Bay. Try to think the year I before. Know. Yeah, that was think about it. I mean, three three home team three home teams lost last weekend. That's insane. That's insane. But again, look at the way this whole season's unfolded. Mm -hmm. The college football season was messed up too. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, 140 ranked teams lost this year. That's a lot of losses by ranked teams. Like that's insane. That's how college so, basketball is too. Yeah, how many, how many you, the, the, the parity across sports right now is tremendous. It mm-hmm. really is, and I really do think. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. When when you look at the teams, the high flying offenses, three of them are still standing, and the one team that's not is the team that's been doing this for quite a few years now. 
Same they football. pound that football. They play defense, and they ask Jimmy G not to screw it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going – I mean, I'm not changing my NFC prediction because I've been on them since the beginning of the season, and I picked them. I'm, they're going to the Super Bowl. San Francisco 49ers are going to the Bucs. The Bucs being the 49ers. Yeah, well, the Bucs are not in, but I also have this team. I've been riding high with the 49ers. This team's going to the Super Bowl. This team's going to continue their trend. They're continuing their success over the L.A. Rams. It's going to be a classic if anybody wants to remember. This is – the last rematch for the NFC title game was actually in this same division, was the NFC West, as it was the Seattle Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers when Colin Kaepernick came down to the wire and it was the famous Richard Sherman post-game interview with Aaron Andrews. That was a classic. That was the last time we've had a rematch or a division rematch in the NFC title game. But I'm going to go with the Niners. I love everything about this team, their philosophy, how they play the game. It just comes down to Jimmy G. Every time he's asked to deliver late in the game, past couple times, hate it or not, he has delivered for them in the clutch. Does he do it again? We will see. Matthew Stafford delivered in the clutch for the Rams last week with the biggest throw of his career. So we will. I cannot wait. You get the two of the best receivers in football, two of the best offensive playmakers in football in Cooper Cup against Debo Samuel. We'll see how Trent Williams' leg is going. He should be a go because he's not going to miss this game. He's already said, how can you miss this game? This is it. This could be one of your last opportunities. I can't wait for this game, and I'm going to go with – I really want to go with the Bengals. I just think that it's going to be – it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I, th- I just think they're going to continue their trend as well and just dominate the AFC. But I think this game has the makings, like their Week 17 game, to go back and forth. I think both defenses may struggle today because good luck trying to stop these two offenses. Two of the best in the game, it should be a classic. I always expect it to be a classic, but you got to hope for the best, expect for the worst. That's what it's going to come down to. So I got the Niners and Chiefs, a rematch from two years ago. Joe has Niners and Chiefs in a rematch, and Ted has the matchup that he said the NFL wants. Well, sometimes that doesn't work that way, NFL. Sometimes the money doesn't get past the truth. But we will say let's hope for some great ones, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a hell of a weekend. It's Championship Sunday. It is here. We are down to the Final Four in just under almost an hour we will get to see the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Kansas City Chiefs. So all football fans, enjoy the final four. We are Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. That is Joseph Aguirre. And he is taking keys as he runs away. Everybody, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next week. We are out. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you reviewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.